today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We got some problems here in Ontario. Uh, the numbers are rising considerably. Uh, Dr. Uh, Tony Fauci did an interview on CBC. I don't know if anybody saw that the other yeah, day. Essentially, saying Canada's getting in trouble. I mean, they, he says we did a great job early, but we're getting in trouble. And part of the problem is, well, non-compliance. We get that. Uh, but mixed messaging, bad messaging we're getting from governments, what we can do, what we can't do. And some of it is contradictory. A lot of it is just plain confusing. I want to bring Laura Babcock into the conversation, the president of Power Group. Uh, Laura, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us on the program today. My pleasure. Listen, one of the things you do so successfully, of course, over the years with Power Group, with your clients, and when you're talking about, about success, you talk about messaging. Messaging has to be clear, succinct, and direct. Uh <laughs> Okay, with that in mind, evaluate what we're hearing from the, for, for, well, let's talk about the Ontario government right now and, and the, the, the stuff that we got yesterday. We can do this, you can't do this, this. There's a lot of contradiction here and a lot of confusion. I don't even think we know what we got yesterday. What we got yesterday in terms of education and possible school closures was an announcement that there's going to be an announcement, which is ridiculous. I would like to know what the province's metrics are for deciding whether or not schools close early or stay closed longer so that we can make a plan as parents and as businesses. But what we got yesterday was not just a lack of clarity, but we also got them backpedaling and stepping over each other as though they hadn't spoken about it before they did press availabilities. So it gives this impression that they are not organized, that they don't have a plan. And when you're a parent, for instance, who's looking at childcare and looking at their job and notifying their employer and everything else, hearing that in a week or two we might find out about something that might happen is no way to lead a province, especially not one as populous as Ontario. So yesterday was a total failure in terms of message delivery. And because the message around the schooling was so confusing and the announcement was a non-announcement by Lecce, what ended up happening is that Ford's announcement around mental health resources kind of got pushed to the back burner. They did something good on that file, but the rest of it was so confusing that people who were following it didn't know where they stood. And I would argue this morning, I'm still hearing from clients who are saying, is there school? Is there school going to be extended? Is it going to be shut down before Christmas? We need to know what their plans are. And so we're not getting that. So to your point off the top, when you said that it's really critical to have clarity in communication, it is especially critical in public health matters. And in a pandemic playbook for communicating, it is essential to build trust and maintain trust with the public by being correct, by being clear, and by being consistent. And we have not seen those three Cs happening by the Ford government. In fact, if you watch, Bill, other provinces, and I'm not suggesting anyone's perfect at this, but when we watch these four daily press conferences, it almost feels to me like it's more of a therapy session where we hear anecdotes and personal stories and shock and frustration, but we don't hear clear directives like you do if you watch the other provinces give their daily COVID updates. So we are in a situation in Ontario where, unfortunately, the messaging is not only mixed, I would argue that they've completely lost control of the narrative. And to Fauci's point, we might be losing control of the pandemic. Well, it's... and. Almost every day now, the same question gets asked of the Premier, uh, because we're not getting a clear answer on this. And, and it's now that we're into this or red zone here in, in you know, our area, and it's yellow in London, uh, and it's confusing, uh, because we get told now, these are the new restrictions, stay in your house, do not socialize, only you know have dinner with your people that live under your roof. And so, okay, all right, all right, it's kind of crazy, but okay. Uh, but then they turn around and say, but you can go to a restaurant with 10 people that you don't even know, and that's fine. 
So if people are scratching their heads and say, what is it? I, I, I'm not supposed to, but, I, I, but I'm allowed to. That, you know, when you get mus- m- messaging like that, everybody's going to be scratching their heads saying, I don't know what to do here. It's no wonder so the numbers are going up. Well, they've got, two po- they've got two problems that are compounding each other. One problem is that they don't actually have a clear internal policy, right? So their policy isn't clear. And you cannot clearly message to unclear content, if you will. I'm, I'm getting a little bit geeky here on you, but they don't know what their metrics are. They keep waffling in terms of businesses. All we keep hearing is emotional expressions of how hard it is and how, how hard they're working and how hard it is on businesses and, you know, and all these other things. But they don't actually have a plan. And that is clear and evident to everybody who's been watching this saga. And then when it comes to the communication of that plan, because they don't have one, Bill, it is, they are coming out and they are tripping over each other. If you watch the press conferences, they keep punting back and forth between them. And, and you're not getting clarity. We actually heard yesterday, and I don't know if people watch this stuff, but we heard a couple of days ago the medical officer of health, I guess, in Ontario, who's advising the Ford government or, or their advisors, said, you know, we hope we'd be in the green zone by Christmas. And so then what you heard when Ford was asked about that yesterday, he says, well, you know, I'm praying we'll be in the green zone. He's an optimistic doctor. What does that have to do with anything? We are families who are being, on the one hand, told to to sort of stay home and we're back to memories of April. And then we are told that, what, we might be able to have Christmas? Uh, How can we possibly make plans for that? So the messaging is not just confusing. It's not just indicative of a lack of planning. They don't have a coherent strategy. They're trying to please everybody uh, without making the kind of clear calls that we need to have as a province. But on top of all of that, it's deleterious. We might make mistakes. We might amplify the spread of this thing. We are at a point where there's a vaccine coming. We can see the finish line. We have to round the last lap. And we need to do it with a coherent strategy. And what this province is doing is making it worse, unfortunately. You look for leadership in situations like this, and the numbers are bad. The numbers are bad in the states. The, the numbers are getting pretty bad up here, too. And and you're right. Half measures are not getting it done. Uh, yesterday, the governor of, of Ohio, who's a Republican, by the way, uh, issued a, a 35-day, you know, warning. This is it. You know, masking, everything. Uh, uh, premier Mo in Saskatchewan, same thing. A, a very small-c conservative premier in government simply said, mandatory masks right across the province. No exceptions. That's all there is to it. Those are people that, now, you may disagree with that. That's too bad if you do but it's strong leadership and saying this is what we need to do we're not going to ask you to do it we're not going to suggest that you do it we're going to say that's the law until we get this thing under control where's that kind of leadership here well imagine if we heard the messaging from the get-go and maybe it's never too late to pivot but imagine if we'd heard seatbelts save lives seatbelts are uncomfortable but they are mandatory masks save lives masks are uncomfortable but they are mandatory and guess what if we have an absolute masking policy we might, in fact, be able to keep more businesses open as we have to wrestle this thing down. You know, it's, it has to be mandatory. And I'm not just talking about a mask order. When you look at the discrepancy between these large stores that are having these parking lots full on the weekends with cars and people not at full masking inside, and then small businesses that are trying to be really diligent that are going out of business, because or particular industries like restaurants that are being shut down when other places are allowed to open, it seems patently unfair, as though it's not being led by evidence, as though it's not being properly enforced. And what that leads to is an absolute breakdown in the public trust. And we're going to start to see lawsuits, and we're going to start to see people who are saying, no, I can't do this. You know, I'm losing everything while 
that store over there can be open. And I have to say, in Manitoba, I was watching their press conference. They very clearly said in-person Black Friday sales, they'd seen promotions for they, they don't think that that's right and they're going to do something about it. They called out bigger stores that had packed parking lots and, and had problems. I mean, they are naming and shaming and they are enforcing. And I think that we need to demand that our province stops telling us how difficult this is and stops telling us about their family's personal experiences with testing or with whatever else and starts telling us what we are going to do collectively together and how they're going to use their power, which is uniquely theirs, to enforce it so that we can get over this hump and we can actually get to the vaccine and less people will die. They're not even talking about the death tolls anymore. People are dying, Bill, and this is not a joke. We need leadership. Exactly. Uh, we got to leave it there. We're just about out of time, but uh, we're going to pick up the ball on this again later on. As always, Laura, thanks so much for this. Great talking with you again today. Thanks. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.